You're listening to the Stoned Cold Locks Podcast with Larry Locks and Stoned Bets. Episode number four of the Stoned Cold Locks Podcast. I'm your co-host, Larry Locks, alongside my man, as always, Stoned Bets. Stoned Bets, what's going on? It is March, man. We're here. We've made it. We made it, man. It is March. Uh, March 1st, best, best month of the year, uh, and excited for some great basketball down the stretch. Absolutely. There's one week left in the regular season for the Power Five conferences. A couple of conference tournaments get underway this week outside of the Power Five, but it's a good Tuesday slate as always. As always, we record every Tuesday, breaking down the Tuesday slate in college hoops. Let's get right into it. Uh, Game of the night, in my opinion, Purdue at Wisconsin. Right now, I see Wisconsin as a two and a half point underdog at home. This game could very well decide the Big Ten Conference. Purdue is one game back of Wisconsin right now in the Big Ten. Both have two games to go. Uh, Wisconsin controls their own destiny. If they win win out, they will win the Big Ten regular season title. Of course, Purdue has a high-powered offense, number one ranked offense in the country, but their defense is not great, uh, ranked number 95 on my model that I use, which is Bart Torvik's model. Uh, Wisconsin is a more well-rounded team, 32-ranked offense and the 32nd-ranked defense. Uh, Purdue's coming off a loss on the road at Michigan State, 68 to 65. They shot just one of nine from the three-point range, which is interesting because they're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. And they really, they only shot nine and made one of them in that loss on Saturday to Michigan State. Meanwhile, Wisconsin coming off a big road win at Rutgers, 66 to 61. Broke my heart being a Rutgers Scarlet Knights fan, but they shot really well from three in that one, nine from 20 downtown, well above their season average, 31.7% as their season average, ranking them number 277. So here's my thoughts here. I I just think Purdue is the better team. Um, They need to win this game in order to win the Big Ten. I've been fading Wisconsin all year long. Um, Not that it's been very profitable to do so because Wisconsin has been a wagon this year and they've constantly uh, they've constantly surprised me. I really don't didn't think they were going to be as good as they are this year, but. I really like Purdue here in this spot. Uh, It's a revenge game. They played back on January 3rd at Purdue. Wisconsin was able to steal a win at Mackey Arena. Um, Stone bets, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. My lean is Purdue minus two and a half. I think I will end up playing that. All right. Well, uh, it looks like we're going to be going head to head again. I knew it. I know Uh, you're a Wisconsin (laughs) guy. You love the Badgers. You know, and that's the thing. I I don't love the Badgers, but they've just been so impressive this year with they me. They really have. Uh, yeah, you know, in that game versus Purdue, you know, Johnny Davis had 37 points, and the Badgers only shot 25% from deep. Um, and the number that just sticks out to me, I can't get rid of it, they're first in the nation in turnovers. They take care of the basketball, yep. uh, which is, you know, one of the most important facets of the game. And on that flip side, Purdue is 341st in turnovers forced. So, you know, I really love Wisconsin. I really like the Badgers at home here. Um, I've already locked in the two and a half, actually, because uh, mm. I, I do think this number is going to drop. Um, so uh, so I, I like the Badgers uh, getting two and a half at home. Um, I'm also going to sprinkle on the money line as well, because uh, I think they win this outright. It's interesting. This is usually a spot where I really like, right? A home team in the Big Ten getting right. points. Like that mm-hmm. just is a dream come true, usually, especially in these tough ranked matchups. I just think that you know, Purdue, it's a revenge spot for them. They need it to win the conference. Not that Wisconsin isn't motivated either, right? Because right. this game is, you know, they need it to win the conference as well. Exactly. Um, I just think, you know, I just, 
like I said, maybe it'll damn me again, but I just <laughs> love fading the Badgers. And Purdue, I just think, is a the better team here. And I think they're going to be able to pull off a big win. Um, I, I, I am a little concerned because, like you said, Johnny Davis, 37 points the last time they played. And they don't really have anyone to lock him up, um, which is a problem because they don't really defend well. Um, I, this is more, it's honestly a gut play for me. I really, really <laughs> just think the Boilermakers pull it out tomorrow. So, uh, head to head on that one. That's okay. That's always, a, that's always a right here. Get the, the battle of the minds going. And let's see, you've, uh, have you faded Wisconsin on every, on every episode so far? I, I think, you, I think I, you might've. I'm three for three fading Wisconsin <laughs> on the stone cold locks podcast. Definitely. I fade them we every Tuesday. It. We love it. Um, just another interesting note on the game. Wisconsin is seven and eight at home against the spread. Purdue is four and six and four, six and one against the spread on the road. So I don't really see a trend there to, um, you know, to pick a side based on a trend there, but okay, we move on. Let's go to Villanova hosting Providence. Providence locked up the big East title already. Villanova nine point favorite stoned bets. I'm going to let you lead this one off. Yeah, man. So, uh, so Providence, they've, they've won three straight, uh, since their loss at home to Villanova, um, and Villanova, they obviously won the last game by five, a great game at, at the Duncan center. Um, and in that game, Villanova was a poor four point favorite. And so we see them getting nine now, uh, they're laying nine at home. That seems like a little too much to me. I think this line should have maybe started closer to seven and a half or eight. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Um, it is Villanova's last home game. So it's senior night for them. Um, in the last matchup, they did shoot over 50% from the field and 48% from deep. Uh, so they shot really well, well above their season averages of 44 and 36. Um, but last game, Providence did out-rebound Villanova. Um, and there were only 19 total turnovers uh, combined this, this whole game. Uh, so both these teams really like to take care of the ball. Uh, you know, Providence shot well underneath their average from three. Um, last game so you know I can't really get a feel for this one nine seems like a lot of points which is why I'm leaning Providence um, but I'm probably just going to stay away from this one I I am so with you man I don't know what to make of this line Uh, Nova I think is the way better team here than Providence although Mm -hmm. Providence has been great all season long that's not to take anything away from the Friars but I think this is a Villanova team that's peaking at the right moment. You know, Jay Wright has these guys firing on all cylinders heading into March. That's what they always do. Jay Wright is a fantastic coach. Colin Gillespie has been there before with this Nova team. Um, Providence like really doesn't have to play for anything in this game Mm -hmm. here other than the pride, I think. um, And the fact that they lost at home earlier in the season, the fact that it's minus nine makes me think Nova absolutely rolls them here. But right. like you said, it's also like that's a lot of points in a conference game between two really tough teams. I just don't know what we're going to see from Providence in this one. I'm totally staying away. I don't even want to give give a lean on the game. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm I totally agree. Uh, who knows how Providence is going to approach this game? You know, they might just try some stuff out, uh, mm-hmm. re- you know, rest their uh, rest their studs till uh, till conference tourney. So, yeah, there's a lot of question marks. Uh with how the Friars are going to come out and approach this game. Um, So yeah, completely, completely staying away. Cool. All right. Next up, a good one in the PAC 12, Arizona at USC. USC is a five point underdog at home. 
Arizona coming off a road loss against Colorado is a huge upset this weekend. They lost 79 to 63. They were miserable from the field. They were just made 20 of 51 shots and they were five of 18 from the three point line. USC has won six in a row. Their last loss was against Arizona. Um, They are coming off a 70 to 69 win at Oregon and they shot 50% from the three point line in that one, eight of 16 from downtown. Um, so in that game that USC lost to Arizona, uh, it was a 72 to 63 Trojan shot, just 34.3% from the field, seven of 30 from the three point line. So they had a really tough shooting night. Um, this is another one that could decide the conference, Arizona top in the pac 12 at 15 and two USC is second at 15 and four. Um, USC is at UCLA next and Arizona has two remaining at home against Stanford and Cal. Um, I'm going to come out and say it. I like Arizona here to cover the five. I think they're the much better team. Um, USC has been terrible at home. They're five and 10 against the spread at home this season. Arizona eight, four and one on the road. Arizona, this is a team I think that has final four capability for sure. Benedict Mathurin is a beast for them. And I just think they roll the Trojans here. Uh, They beat them once already. I think they beat them again on the road. Um, I think they cover the five as well. It's it, it's a tough line. Five is a lot on the road in conference against you know one of the the best other team in the conference. But I'm I'm on Arizona. I'm with you. Uh, I love the Wildcats here. Uh, you know USC. They've won their last six, uh, but only by an average of four point two points. You know, so they haven't been blowing anyone out of the water or anything like that. Uh, it is a bounce back game for Arizona coming off that loss versus right. Colorado. Right, uh, right. They're going to want to get back on track right before the Pac-12 tournament starts. Um, and they're first in the country in assists per game, uh, over twenty per game as a team. Uh, and then they're second in the nation in rebounding per, rebounds per game, uh, which granted, you know, USC is also in that top 10 in rebounds per game. They're sitting at ninth in the country. Uh, so it's going to be a battle down low. Um, but I do like Arizona uh, to cover the five here. Um, one of the main points for me is Arizona likes to get out and run. Uh, they're sixth in tempo, according to Ken Palm, uh, while USC is 218th. Uh, so Arizona, they like to run. Uh, they like to score. Um, and I really I really think the Wildcats will get back on track uh, right before the uh, right before tournament play starts. All right. So we are aligned on that one. I love it. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, Cincinnati at Houston. Stone bet you got anything for this one? It's a large spread. Large spread. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see Houston uh, giving the 15 points at home. Um, you know, last time these two last time these two teams played, uh, Houston was only a seven point favorite. Uh, they ended up winning by 22 at Cincinnati. Uh, so we're seeing almost an eight point swing uh, just for Houston uh, being at home here. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched much of Cincinnati. I'll admit that, but, but why should I, what's there to like about this team? Uh, you know, they're seven and nine in the American conference. Uh, they've got two games left. They're both on the road. You know, no one's talking about them as a bubble team, you know, who knows if they'll squeak into the NIT or whatever. Uh, you know, Houston is the better team. Obviously they've got five guys in double figures, 15's a lot. You know, but I but I do lean with Houston here. Uh, I I really think they're more than capable capable uh, to blow the Bearcats off off the face of the earth uh, in this game. I'm with you. They won by 22 the last time they played. Now they're home. That was on the road at Cincy. Uh, 15 is a lot, but you know, better team. I have no interest in 
and backing Cincinnati plus the points here. Right. Absolutely not. And you know, I will, I will probably end up just staying away. Uh, right. But me but, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me yeah, as well. 15, 15's a lot for any, any matchup really. All right. Let's go back to the big 10, another good big 10 game. And this one has huge bubble implications. Michigan hosting Michigan state. Michigan is a four and a half point home favorite. Okay. These two teams played earlier. MSU defeated Michigan 83 to 67. That was in East Lansing. Uh, Michigan shot just 37.1% from the floor and they were three of 19 from deep. So a miserable performance from them. Michigan state is coming off a win over Purdue. Uh, at that was at home and Michigan is off a loss at home against Illinois, 93 to 85. Like I said, huge bubble game for Michigan. Um, they are, depending on what bracketology you're looking in at, they're either one of the last four ins, first four out. I see ESPN has them as a number 10 seed right now. They are home against Iowa and at Ohio State up next, while Michigan State finishes at Ohio State and home versus Maryland. Man, this is a tough game here. Um, I, I like Michigan with the points at home. Um, minus four and a half. I, I, I put it, I'll le- I lean Michigan minus four and a half. I'm not sure if I'm going to play this yet. Um, I just think Michigan desperately needs this game for their resume. Michigan state is going to make the tournament. They're 19 and nine on the season. Um, they're going to be in the tournament. They can afford to drop this one to Michigan. Michigan cannot afford to drop this one. They're home. It's a revenge spot. Um, I lean the points. It is a lot. It is a, I would be way more comfortable if this was two and a half or three and a half points. The fact that it's four and a half is uh, a little shaky because I think they're going to win this game, but will they cover the four and a half is the question. As of now, I lean Michigan minus four and a half, not a solid play for me yet, um, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts here, Stone Bets. Yeah, so uh, for the Wolverines, it's, you know, obviously a rivalry game. It's a revenge game. They lost, you know, lost by 16 last time. It's a bounce back game. They just lost to Illinois. Michigan, they were a top 10 team in the preseason rankings. Uh, They haven't strung together more than three wins uh, in a row this year. They've been, you know, far less than impressive. Um, And, you know, that's not that's not so necessarily uh, talking up Michigan State either. You know, they they've been a little shaky at times. Uh, And like you said, last game, they shot 55 percent from the field, over 50 percent from three. So that's a little hard to hard to sustain. Yep. Um, But. You know how the calendar works, man. January, February, Izzo, April. Oh, yeah. So I, love I like I like the Spartans here, man. Uh, okay. Like you, like you touched on, at four and a half, I love the Spartans. If it were a two and a half, three-point spread, I'd be a little less confident in it. Uh, but no, Michigan State getting four and a half, uh, looking to boost their resume. I, I really like the Spartans here. And uh-huh. and. You know, I, I, that's a lot of faith in Tom Izzo. Tom yeah, Izzo yeah, yeah. Plays, plays, uh, plays well in March, gets his team ready. So, uh, yeah, I like Sparty here. Hey, I'm a big – I'm a huge Tom Izzo fan, man. I Just Absolutely. watching the Big Ten these last couple of years since I'm a Rutgers alum, it, Tom Izzo is just a class act on and off the court. Mm-hmm. He's a great, fiery coach. So, I, I, I like that saying there that you had <laughs> about March being Izzo's month. Um, so – Plus four and a half. That's uh, are you going to lock that in as a play? Yes. Oh, already on it. Four awesome. and a half. I, I do think this number does drop a little bit. I think people are going to hammer the four and a half with Sparty. And I think it think it might drop not quite to the two and a half range, but maybe to three and a half or three um, in favor of Michigan. So, yes, I, I love Sparty plus four and a half. 
Excellent. Excellent. I lean Michigan here. Um, I'm not going to play it yet. So I'm not as confident as stone bets is um, if this does get down, like you said, we could see this come down. Um, I will really take a strong look at Michigan. I just love the spot at home for them in a must win game. All right. Last game we're going to be talking about. You're going to lead it off for a St. Bonaventure at VCU. This is going to be one of my best bets here of the day. VCU right. is minus four at home. Uh, I think we're on the same page here based on uh, based on how we see the board. Yeah, so uh, so this game really matters uh, for Atlantic 10 seeding. Uh, you know, VCU's, they're sitting at second right now, but they could be anywhere from the one to four seed. Uh, St. Bonnie, they're sitting at four right now. They could be anywhere from the two to six seed, uh, depending on how this game goes and how the rest of the conference shapes out. Uh, St. Bonnie, they beat VCU by 20 last time. They yep. out-rebounded them by 10, um, and they had 10 less fouls. The, the foul count was 22 to 12 all game. Uh, VCU, on the other hand, they've won seven in a row, uh, and this is a revenge game, obviously, for them. Right. Uh, they're peaking at the right time, uh, but they give up 15 turnovers a game uh, compared to St. Bonaventure, who get, only gives up 10, so they, the Bonnies take care of the ball a little bit better. Um, and, you know, I was, I was looking at the numbers here, and VCU, they love to foul. Uh, and St. Bonnie, they're second in the uh, NCAA in fewest fouls per game, and they shoot 76% from the free throw line. Obviously, they had a lot less fouls the last time these two teams met, matched up. It probably won't be as uh, as big of a range being at VCU this time. Um, but we are seeing a six-point swing on the spread as well. Uh, VCU, they were three-point dogs, or seven points, rather. They were three-point dogs last time. Now they're getting... Now they're laying four at home. I like the Bonnies uh, to cover the four. I like the Bonnies to cover the four here. They've been real inconsistent, uh, but, you know, I, I think they get it done here. Oh, man, that pains me. I am My best <laughs> bet tomorrow, I think, is going to be VCU minus the points. It's their final home game of the mm -hmm. season. It is a huge one. It's a revenge spot. They lost by 20. Now they're a four-point favorite. What does that tell you? I think it tells you that, you know, they're the better team here. Um, despite that 20 point loss earlier in the season, they've been playing great ball lately. As you mentioned, they've lost, or excuse me, they've won seven in a row scoring at least 66 points in all seven of those wins, uh, 70 plus points in six of those wins. So their offense has kind of turned the corner here as of late. Cause that's been their Achilles heel that they're not a great offensive team. They're just an elite defensive team. Um, their season average is 66 points. And like I said, that's been brought up the last seven games because they're scoring at least that or more 70 plus in six of the last seven wins. They are a wagon against the spread 17 and 10 against the spread this season. St. Bonaventure just four and eight against the spread on the road. I think this sets up beautifully for a VCU Rams cover and stone bets. We are head to head on a lot of these games here. It, that's all right though. That's, that is all right. And you know, you got to It's it's always good to go head to head with you. No, absolutely, man. And and you know that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, obviously we're all against the books. Uh, you know, gambling and whatnot. Um, but being on these head to head, we get to see games from a different angle. It's sure. great seeing your perspective. You know, okay, why do you like VCU here? You know, okay, well here's what I'm seeing with St. Bonnie, that kind of right. thing. Um, and you know, I will say I'm probably not gonna play the St. Bonnie VCU game. Uh. 
just because I'm not as confident as I am with a lot of my other bets. Um, but no, I love love going head to head with you, man. It's always a good time. Yeah, it's 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 like you said. It's good to see uh, some different points of view on how people look at the board. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's uh, it, it's good to get get as much information from two sides as you possibly can. All right. So I said my best bet was VCU minus the points. What is your best bet for tomorrow? It's the Badgers, man. It oh, is the man. Badgers plus two and a half. Uh, like I said, already locked it in because I think this number is going to drop. Uh, I'm going to play the money line as well. I think they do get the outright win. Um, and, man, I'm really looking at that turnover number, man. First in the nation uh, in taking care of the ball versus 341st in turnovers forced. You know, at at Wisconsin, I don't think Purdue is – Purdue's obviously not a great defensive team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I really like the Badgers uh, to get it done here. Like you said, they control their own destiny. They know that, uh, and I think they're going to come out firing at home uh, wanting to win the Big Ten. Well, there you have it. Stone bets play of the day, Wisconsin plus the points at home. For me, Larry Locks, I'm on VCU minus four. Well, it's March. We're four episodes in, and it's only up from here, my man. This has been great so far, and I I can't wait for conference tournament season and the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, yeah, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Can't can't take this for granted. any any time, man. 20, 2020 when they took the tournament from us was rough. Uh, so no, gotta appreciate it all. Really looking forward to next week uh, talking about the conference tourneys. Um, and yeah, man, this is this has been great. I love it. As always, you can catch us on the Book It with Trent Surgical stream on Twitch every day at two o'clock Eastern. You can follow Stoned Bets on Twitter at Stoned Bets. And you can follow me on Twitter at how H O W E the underscore the letter U underscore do and D O I N at how you doing. All right. For stone bets, I'm Larry Locke signing off episode four in the books. We'll be back next Tuesday with episode five.